Great news, my cruciferous cousins. Plant Strong Foods is hosting a March Madness Meals and Minutes sale. Visit plantstrong.com and save up to 30% on every one of our ready-to-eat chilies and stews. It is the perfect time to stock up on these heat-and-eat tasty meal solutions. Having a stash in your pantry means you're never more than 90 seconds away from a satisfying meal. The sale runs through March 17th while supplies last. Visit plantstrong.com today. Hey, it's Rip Esselstyn. If you're jumping in midstream into the podcast, I would encourage you, go back to episode one where we meet Joe Inga. And this way, chronologically, it will have a much better flow and make more sense. I'm Rip Esselstyn. I am the founder of Engine 2. And I am going to be working with Joe Inga He's an amazing firefighter, father. He's just a really amazing human being. And we're going to go on an amazing journey and witness Joe transform before our very eyes from somebody whose health has spiraled out of control to somebody that is going to take back his health. And what I've done in order to take Joe on this journey is I've marshaled together some of the most amazing doctors, inspirational leaders, to help work with Joe and possibly yourself. Listen in as Joe is absolutely transformed from a couch potato to a veritable sweet potato triathlete in less than six months. Episode after episode, Joe gains momentum and confidence and all the tools and tricks to what it means to become a plant strong man. I can't wait to have you listen in on this journey. Welcome to Plant Strong. Seems like everybody wants to get their paws on what they're setting out at Black Angus. I am man, hear me roar. In numbers too big to ignore. And I'm way too hungry to settle for chick food. Cause beef for what it's worth is the greatest meat on earth. I said a beef hot links. I said a beef hot links. I said a beef hot links. Beef. Beef. Jack Link's jerky. It's what's for dinner. Texas double whopper. Eat like a man. Man. You know, a lot of making this show has been about fighting this concept that you have to have a certain type of lifestyle to be a so-called real man. That if myself or Joe or anybody else chooses to live plant strong, that we're somehow weak, that we've forfeited our man card and absolutely nothing could be further from the truth. So today, I wanna take a deep dive and discuss the one thing that men never discuss. Because if there's one thing that I know, In order to catch the attention of men, we need to talk about something that's super important to every single one of them. Penis. Schlong. Wood. Loch Ness. You know the monster that no one's ever really seen? Vlad the Impaler. The one-eyed trouser snake. The Hickory Farms salami. Go clean yourself (laughs) (laughs) And there's no one better to talk to about this than Dr. Aaron Spitz, author of 
the, the penis, penis book, a doctor's complete guide to the penis from size to function and everything in between. I serve as the lead delegate for the American Neurological Association to the American Medical Association House of Delegates, where I represent the needs of urology patients and doctors to the American Medical Association. Aaron, in your book, you have a five-step plan for, for penis health. So okay. number one is go fork yourself. What in the world are, are, do you mean by that? Perhaps the most critical thing for good male sexual health is what you put in your mouth, and I'm referring to food. Okay. <laughs> okay. So go fork yourself is all about how to eat for your best erection. And what that really means is how to, be, how, to, how to eat for your best circulation because the erection is a reflection of your circulation. The penis is filled with all these tiny little blood vessels. They're kind of like a spongy tissue of blood vessels. And the healthier those little blood vessels are, the better they're going to be able to expand and fill and get hard with blood flow and give you that healthy erection. And foods that promote good blood flow are plant-based foods. One of the things that we've learned about erections uh, back in the uh, early 90s was that the reason we get erections largely is due to this incredible molecule called nitric oxide. Nitric oxide gets released into that spongy tissue of the penis due to a signal from the brain, the largest sex organ, the yeah. one between your ears. But a signal is sent down through your spine to little nerve endings that enter into the penis and release nitric oxide, and then that nitric oxide sets into motion a cascade of reactions that actually cause those little blood vessels to open up, to stretch open and allow blood to rush in, and that expands the penis, it lengthens it, it widens it, and at some point, the blood can't flow in anymore because it's flowing in so much faster than it's flowing out, and it gets trapped in there, and that's the full erection. And then that chemical reaction will reverse itself after some time and the erection will go down so that you don't end up with an erection that lasts more than four hours, call your doctor immediately, et cetera, et cetera. Best marketing gimmick ever, I think. Indeed, indeed. But it, it can happen and it's a, it's a long night in the ER when it does. But hmm. uh, given that, nitric oxide has been determined to be you know, a key molecule for erections, and this is the principle upon which the prescription medications like Viagra and Cialis work. They work on nitric oxide. They are able to prevent that reversal of the effect from happening as soon. So they allow the nitric oxide to do its thing longer. Well, if you can eat in a way that promotes nitric oxide, that promotes its formation naturally, or that puts it into your body from the from the very molecules that are in the foods you eat, or that prevents its destruction, you're doing your penis a favor, but not just your penis, because it turns out that nitric oxide is really important for the health of all your blood vessels. Mm -hmm. And nitric oxide is what increases blood flow throughout the body, but of course this penis is focusing, this book is uh, focusing <laughs> on the penis. Um, so plant-based foods uh, are often rich in the precursors of nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is actually a gas, mm. but the precursors that we find in uh, green leafy vegetables and beets and, uh, and nuts and, and all the great stuff that you see on the produce shelf 
actually will increase our level of nitric oxide ultimately in our blood vessels and in our penis. And that's been demonstrated scientifically over and over again. And animal-based foods and uh, animal fats and, and simple sugars actually work to uh, degrade that, to mm-hmm. reverse that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, you can actually have a, a negative impact on your penis by eating the wrong foods and a positive impact by eating the right foods. So would it be safe to say that that uh, fruits and vegetables and whole grains and beans are very uplifting foods and animal products and dairy products are very are, they're kind of downers? Uh, I would agree. <laughs> That's a very straightforward <laughs> statement. Yeah. As you know, my father is a huge fan of, of nitric oxide because of the endothelial cells and all of his heart patients. So Yes. I, I'd like to actually share some interesting information that I became aware of just in the past couple of years. So the doctor that worked out that nitric oxide was causing erections uh, is a very esteemed urologist named Dr. Jacob Rafer, and he's a professor at UCLA. And he did this work in the early 90s. It was published in uh, the New England Journal of Medicine. And over the years, as, as we've all seen, there have been you know, natural Viagras that have been you know, sold and promoted uh, better than Viagra, as good as Viagra. So he and his research team actually went to work to see what natural ingredients actually do have a Viagra-like effect, but in a scientifically studied way, in a validated way. And they tested a whole array of natural ingredients that have been purported to help with erections, or aphrodisiacs, if you will. And what they found was that ginger had this tremendous ability to increase the production of nitric oxide in a Petri dish in endothelial cells compared to the other ingredients. Now, we also know that there's some other ingredients that are important in the production of nitric oxide Many people have heard of L-arginine. Mm-hmm. L-arginine is an amino acid that gets converted to nitric oxide. But the problem is, is that when you take L-arginine supplements, they almost immediately get destroyed as they go through your liver and the liver breaks them down. So you can take L-arginine, but not a whole lot ends up becoming nitric oxide. So what Dr. Rafer recognizes that L-citrulline gets converted to L-arginine, but after it's made it into your bloodstream. And he was working with a a uh, researcher from Brazil, and they had a long tradition of some certain Brazilian uh, concoction of ingredients that were known to help with erections. So they, they took this combination of ginger, L-citrulline, and these uh, Brazilian ingredients, marapuima and guarana. Guarana is in a lot of energy drinks, has a little mild caffeine-like effect. And they did studies on rats, and the results were amazing. They actually prevented or reversed aging of the blood vessels in the rats they were studying. Mm. It was an anti-aging effect on rat blood vessels. They were able to get some human penile tissue and uh, run some tests on it as well and demonstrate that it had the same cascade of of molecular action on that tissue. So this kind of a supplement actually increases the production of nitric oxide in the vascular lining of the blood vessels. And this is something that starts declining when we reach about our mid-30s. We don't think of ourselves as aging when we're in our mid-30s. But believe it or not, starting in your mid-30s and on, you make less and less of your own nitric oxide. Nitric oxide not only allows the blood vessels to relax and, and allow more blood flow through them, but it also works at the level of the mitochondria to prevent aging of the cells, to prevent the fibrosis, the conversion of smooth muscle to fibrous collagen. And nitric oxide has this amazing anti-aging effect that we gradually lose as we get older and older. And foods like plant-based foods, all those great foods from the produce section, help 
give us more nitric oxide back since we're not making as much as we used to. And supplements like this one help us produce more of our own nitric oxide and sort of regain some of the youthfulness of our blood flow. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So this supplement was under development and has now just recently been released commercially, and it's called Revactin. And it is a combination of these ingredients, and the dosing has been worked out. I sought this company out because I saw the science presented at an academic session a couple of years before it ever got licensed or came out. And I've been very excited about it. I myself take it. I took the constituent ingredients before the formula came out, and I have been recommending it to my patients hmm. as well. Hmm. Step number two, sexercise. Sexercise. So <clears throat> just like eating right, getting regular exercise also is good for your blood flow and for your penis, not just because your flow increases when your heart's beating faster, but it actually induces the release of nitric oxide as well as other key molecules that are important for good vascular health. So exercise in generally can be construed as exercise, but there are sexercises in specific, which are the Kegel exercises. That's kind of a stealth move, isn't it? It is. I'm kegling right now. So am I. Let's go to 10 and see who's first one to 10. I'm already at 20. (laughs) (laughs) Can you spot me? (laughs) I'll I'll spot you five. (laughs) So the kegel is a maneuver you make when you're trying to not have a bowel movement or trying to not pee. It's that squeezing motion. And it's just the motion in your pelvis. It's not squeezing your butt muscles or squeezing your abdominal muscles. It's just squeezing those sphincters. And you really can do it as a stealth. No one would know you were doing it. But if you want to know that you're doing it right, If you stand in front of a mirror and give a hard squeeze and you see the base of your penis withdraw a little bit inward, then you know you're hitting those muscles properly. And these muscles surround the base of the urethra and then contract involuntarily when you're having an ejaculation during orgasm. But they also help trap the blood into the penis to make the erection even more rigid to help prevent the blood from leaking out. And Very carefully done studies of men who did Kegel exercises very deliberately, very properly in a regular fashion show that over several weeks they had improvements in their erections similar or better to Viagra. So if you can uh, focus your attention on your taint and give it a squeeze uh, on a regular basis a couple times a day, uh, you will notice some benefits in time. So maybe after your 10, 15 minutes of meditation, do a minute of Kegels. Sure. And uh, when you're just bored, yeah. Uh, instead of reaching for that cell phone, uh, give yourself a little squeeze. I like it. <laughs> uh, number three, going offline. Yes. If you're enjoying the guests on my podcast, come spend the weekend interacting with all of us. Dance with my sister, Jane. Hike with my mother, Anne. Share a meal with my father, Essie and spend time with all of our dynamic speakers, Drs. Dean and Aisha Shirzai, the authors of The Alzheimer's Solution, Paul DeGelder, the host of Shark Week, Dr. Jim Loomis from the Game Changers documentary, Dr. Cyrus Kambada and Robbie Barbero of Mastering Diabetes, Dr. Sarai Stanzik as featured in the documentary Code Blue, and my buddy John Mackey, the CEO of Whole Foods Market and many many, many more. Pick and choose from a robust variety of talks. Enjoy plentiful, plant-strong buffets, take in the mountain air, and start the day with an invigorating morning dance party. Come celebrate what it means to live plant-strong.
On-site accommodations are still available, so join us August 9th through the 11th at our 8th annual Camp Plan Stock. For more information, go to engine2.com and click on events. I look forward to doing kale shots with you. Going offline means getting off of pornography, which is typically online. That's why I say go offline. It's not about the internet in general, but it's about pornography specifically. Pornography has become so ubiquitous and so available because of streaming. And right now, anybody can access porn literally in the palm of their hand, or I should say the other palm of their hand. <laughs> and at first it might seem like it's just a issue of morality or proprietary, uh, you know, or, or propriety, I should say. But scientific studies are showing that the frequent exposure to pornography that so many people subject themselves to, and by frequent I mean daily or several times a week, which is not unusual, there are actual measurable changes in brain centers. And remember I said how important the brain is to sexual function, the, the biggest organ, your biggest mm -hmm. sex organ. There are measurable changes of key centers of the brain that are important for a normal sexual response where these centers are shown to actually physically shrink on MRI studies. And their function diminishes when measured in these studies and blood tests as well. Fortunately, it is reversible, but it can take some time. And the best way to turn it around is to go cold turkey, to just cut it out altogether. Mm -hmm. And after several months, it's been demonstrated that people do recover. But what this kind of uh, uh, high-frequency viewing does is it makes it more difficult to even get an erection. It makes it more difficult to reach sexual climax. Uh, the interesting thing about the effect of pornography on the brain is it very much mimics the effect of addictive drugs such as heroin and cocaine. Now, sex is a basic human need, so you would think that we would crave it you know, for our survival. And we crave food and water. Those are basic human needs. But those are different brain centers that light up when we're thirsty and hungry than light up with porn. It's the addictive centers that light up with mm -hmm. porn. And unfortunately, it really undermines people's relationships, not just their inherent ability to physically be sexual, but it also undermines their ability to relate to a normal human being because the images uh, and the scenarios depicted in pornography are not real, they're not normal. A 20-minute video takes four or five hours to film and it involves a lot of uh, uncomfortable scenarios and uh, what you see is, is, is not real life. And to expect that from a partner is, uh, is undermining to a normal, happy, healthy sexual relationship. And many uh, sexual medicine specialists are starting to see a whole new array of sexual dysfunction and relationship dysfunction, specifically since the advent of streaming porn. Porn's been around forever, but it's never been mm -hmm. so available, so ubiquitous. Mm -hmm. All right, step number four. Detox. Detox. So we talked about food and we talked about exercise and pornography, but other habits that are harmful are pretty obvious when you think about it, smoking and excessive drinking. And detox means get off these harmful habits, get off these harmful substances. Uh, excessive use of, uh, you know, use of, of, of narcotics, um, amphetamines, uh, excessive marijuana usage, all of these have been scientifically demonstrated to impair your sexual health. And 
uh, they, they do it in, in, in a variety of ways, some neurologically, some hormonally, some vascularly. So detox is get off, get off the drugs, mm. get off the substances, uh, or at least scale it way down. And then the other detox is get off the prescriptions that might be affecting your erections. Uh, high blood pressure is a very common problem uh, in our population. And the medications we use to treat high blood pressure very commonly impair your erection. Not all, but, but many do. Mm. If you can eat better, eat plant-based, and exercise regularly, you are less likely to develop high blood pressure in the first place and therefore less likely to end up needing those very medications that hurt your erections. And high blood pressure itself hurts your erections. So detox is see if you can get healthy off prescription meds, but for sure get off those, those, those drugs you're voluntarily putting into your system. Mm -hmm. I've had um, a couple friends literally just in the last three weeks that have emailed me because they've had difficulty with erections related to, they believe, antidepressants. Do you know uh, yes. any, any correlation with that? Yes, absolutely. Um, antidepressants do have, uh, in many cases, a negative effect on sexual response. Mm -hmm. uh, most common antidepressants, which are called serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, work by allowing serotonin, this feel-good chemical, to accumulate in your brain, and it does help with depression, and these drugs are very important and critical for many people, and I'm not advocating that people stop their antidepressant meds, but if you understand what might be happening, um, it can help you then direct uh, how you proceed. Mm. So serotonin is a chemical that actually inhibits your ability to reach an orgasm, mm. and we will use these very antidepressant drugs at lower doses to treat men who have premature ejaculation to help them suppress orgasming too quickly. Hmm. Uh, so when you are on one of these medications, you may notice that you are having trouble reaching sexual climax or that you're having some negative effect on your ability to have sexual enjoyment. And that's not just in your head. Um, it can be a real side effect. And there are some medications that have far less of this effect than others. Hmm. And your prescribing physician, once he or she is alerted to that, may be able to make some changes mm. to allow you to have a, a better sexual response. Mm. Mm. There was just an article today in the New York Times, uh, front page about antidepressants and how this new research coming out of the UK has indicated that instead of getting off, if you want to get off your antidepressants over the course of four weeks, they're suggesting months, if not years. It has to be titrated down at a very, very um, um, slow pace. Yeah, and this is why I am not advocating yeah. that anybody listening to this podcast cut off their prescribed meds. Uh, that is not yep. the right way to proceed. Yep. Number five, snooze or lose? Yes, this is all about getting a good night's sleep. The science of sleep is very young and it is amazing what we've learned in a very short time about just how profoundly our health is impacted by a good night's sleep or not getting enough sleep. Uh, there is a condition that is uh, very common called sleep apnea. Yeah. And this is often uh, found in, in people who are overweight uh, because the, the mass in their neck is compressing their, their airway while they're asleep. And these people can be treated with CPAP, which is a device that forces air down. But they can also improve this condition by 
eating plant-based and exercising, all the other things that are good for your penis or good for your blood vessels or are good for your airway. But if you're not getting a good night's sleep, and it may be because of sleep apnea, or if you're deliberately not getting a good night's sleep because you're just burning the candle at both ends, you're working long hours, you're compromising on your sleep, what happens is that your body produces more adrenaline because it goes into a stress state. Not getting enough sleep is stressful to the body. And adrenaline, which is this great chemical our bodies produce to help us do really cool extreme sports and you know have a really fun time when we're really excited, is no good for erections. Adrenaline is a chemical that our body uses to survive stress. And in the most explicit form, that would be a physical attack on your body, perhaps an attack that causes you to hemorrhage, to bleed. And in the event that you might bleed out, adrenaline kicks in and it shunts blood to your heart, to your liver, to your lungs, to your brain, the critical core, and it shunts it away from the thing that might have just gotten mauled mm -hmm. by, say, a saber-toothed tiger. So the, the blood flow gets shunted away from your legs, from your arms, from your fingers, from your toes, and from your penis. Mm -hmm. Now, when you have adrenaline at a higher level, just because you didn't get enough sleep, your body doesn't distinguish that this is adrenaline from not getting enough sleep versus this is adrenaline from a physical attack, and it still shunts the blood away from your penis. And so guys who don't get enough sleep may notice less spontaneous erections or that their penis seems like it's shrinking. It's just because that adrenaline is contracting those blood vessels. Furthermore, I had mentioned that there are centers in your brain that are important for releasing chemicals or hormones to stimulate your testicles to make testosterone. Well, that release of that signal happens when you're in REM sleep. So our testicles are stimulated to produce testosterone when we are in REM sleep. If we are not getting enough REM sleep, we will see a drop in our testosterone. And in fact, night shift workers and people who get very little sleep have been scientifically shown to on average have lower than normal testosterone or be at risk of that. So you need testosterone for healthy sexual function and you need good blood flow and not adrenaline and not getting enough sleep compromises both of yeah. those. You know, so many of these um, things we're talking about today are, they're just, uh, they overlap with all the people that I've been talking to uh, about about being healthy. The Shurzai's that talk about, you know, preventing Alzheimer's and how absolutely yes. integral getting sleep is, eating plant-based. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So yes. for, for maximum penis health, Get that sleep. Get that sleep. Um, so thank you for going over those five steps for maximum uh, penis health. Um, I want to say that the things that you are doing for the male penis, the fact that you are letting, you're leading the charge as far as what it means to be, um, to be a real man and the best foods to eat, to be a real man uh, for this society, for our health, and for our penis's health. No, absolutely. You know, if we can't get them with concern over their heart, we can't get them for concern over their cancer, we can probably get them for concern over their penis. And, you know, a plant-powered penis yeah. is really the key to a plant-powered person. And so I really look at uh, the penis as the gateway organ. Yes. <laughs> Eating a plant-strong diet does more than just help you lose weight. It makes every part of you strong. Mentally, physically, and yeah, sexually. 
eating eggplant, sweet potatoes, oats, or even bananas instead of a cow, it doesn't make you less of a man. In fact, it might just help make you more of one. You can see more of Dr. Aaron Spitz in the upcoming documentary, The Game Changers, where he conducted the most uplifting experiment on the planet, demonstrating the effects that just one plant-powered meal can have on male erections. You literally will fall out of your chair. And we'll talk more about that in one of our future episodes. I'm Rip Esselstyn, and I want to thank you for listening. My hope is that this podcast has inspired you to take control of your health through a plant strong lifestyle. I also want to thank my co-creator of the podcast, Scott Battisill with 10% Media, Lori Kordowich, my producer extraordinaire and Engine 2 director of events, Tina Knoll and Large Media for podcast production and creative direction, and Brandon Curtis for never minding living in the barrel and everything in between. Thanks for Whole Foods Market for giving me a platform for the last decade. Special thanks to Joe Inga for your courage to take control and change your life and for allowing us to share your story along the way. And lastly, I want to thank my father and mother, Dr. Cobble B. Esselstyn Jr. and Ann Kryle Esselstyn and all the Plant Strong pioneers who have been pushing this boulder uphill for more than three decades. As they say, we're standing on the shoulder of giants. If you're digging the podcast, I want you to rate us. I want you to review the show, and I want you to spread this message with friends and family. Um, we want to get this message out to as many people as possible. Join us on all of our social channels, either on Engine 2 or Rip Esselstyn, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or, or Twitter. Until next time, peace, Engine 2, and keep it plant strong.